Shall we lift our Bibles? Say, Holy Spirit, influence me today. Thank you, Jesus, for this wonderful time that you have given us. We thank you for your word that comes alive in our hearts, O God. We thank you for this precious moment, Lord, to sing songs, worship you, and to celebrate your goodness in our lives, O Father God. We thank you that the battle belongs to you, Lord, and you have already won the victory on the cross. We thank you, Jesus, for your blood that cleanses us from all our sins, O God, that you break every chain in the name of Jesus, O God. We thank you for your word. We pray that you'll bless your word. We pray that you will open our eyes so that we would behold wondrous things out of your law, O Jesus. We thank you. We want to humble ourselves and give you all the praise, glory, and honor. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Hallelujah. Shall we read this verse? Acts chapter 13, verse 22 and 23. Acts chapter 13, verse 22 and 23. It says, I have found in David, the son of Jesse, a man after my own heart, who will do all my will. Of this man's offspring, God has brought to Israel a savior, Jesus, as he promised. Amen. So today we are going to look at David, the man after God's own heart. Yeah. Thank you. Um, David, a man after. Can you repeat after me? David, a man after God's own heart. Amen. The same word is repeated in First Samuel chapter 13, verse 14. Can someone read it? First Samuel chapter 13, verse 14. Yeah, so uh, Saul was the king of Israel. He was the first king of Israel. And it says, because you have not obeyed my word and because you have not kept my uh, what the Lord has commanded you, the Lord has sought a man after his own heart. The Lord has commanded him to be a prince over his people. So when Samuel says this, uh, this verse, we, I have a Bible with dates. It says, even before David was anointed, even before, some people say even before David was born, or some people say when David was three or four years old, God is saying, I have sought, I have sought a man after my, after his own heart. The Lord has sought a man after his own heart. Amen. In the New Testament, we see the Son of Man came to seek and save that which was lost. We were all lost in sin. We were all one day away from the Lord Jesus. But the Lord Jesus came searching for us. Amen. Hallelujah. And he not only came seeking for us. Can we read this verse in John chapter 15, verse 16? What does it say? John 15, 16 says, You did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you that you should go and bear fruit and that fruit should abide and that whatever you ask in my father's name, he may give it to you. Hallelujah. Today we sang, no, in the name of Jesus, every chain is broken. Amen. Every battle is won in the name of Jesus. So God is saying, you did not choose me, but I chose you. Last year, last week we were hearing about the timeline, my timeline with Jesus. Charles and I was speaking about how God calls us. He qualif- qualifies us. He equips us. He empowers us and he commissions us. So next week we'll be hearing the continuation of that message. So what is it saying God calls us? He, he says, I called you, I chose you. 
and appointed you that you should not go and uh, you should you should go and bear fruit and the that fruit should last that fruit should abide amen so david when he was a very young person in acts 7 it says david found favor in the eyes of the lord amen can we read this word acts chapter 13 verse 36 what does david do with that favor with that calling what does he do yeah when david had served his purpose god's purpose the purpose of god in his own generation he fell asleep means this is to the end of david's life so david just did not simply sit with the calling he served the purpose of god in his generation so god is calling each one of us are we serving the purpose of god in our generation or can god call us man or woman after god's own heart can you turn to your neighbor and say can god call you like that can god call you a woman after god's own heart uh, turn to your neighbor there's no problem you can see each other <laughs> yeah you can shake hands also maybe yeah can god call you god god call you the man of after god's own heart coming to the text first uh, samuel chapter 16 verse 1 shall we read first samuel 16 verse 1 so for i have chosen i have provided for myself a king among his sons a king among his sons i have chosen so when saul failed god god did not run out of options god he is the one who lives about time he is the one who created us he is the we sang no he is the alpha he is the omega and we are just in between the first and the last so if he knows our end if he knows our future we don't have anything to fear because he holds our future in his hand our future is safe and secure in his hand he says i have provided god already provides before he calls you amen where there is a vision there is also a provision god provides he is jehovah jireh the lord who provides the lord who does everything before in fact it says the lamb of god was slain before the foundations of the world who is the lamb of god jesus before sin never existed in this world jesus was slain god had already found a solution in the name of jesus in the person of jesus he said who shall go out for me he said i will go he was slain before this foundation so before god calls us he has already finished everything whatever we need for our lives whatever we need for our future for our families all all things it says in first peter all things that pertain to life and godliness he has deposited in us he has given us amen hallelujah so it says i have provided for myself a king among his sons in the new testament when we come what does first peter 2 verse 9 says you are a chosen you are a chosen generation a royal priesthood a holy nation what is it god called you out of the darkness to the marvelous light so that you would show forth the 
praises of him who he called you out of the darkness last friday we had a good uh, time of practice vision in the morning and evening by god's grace i got a uh, uh, opportunity to share in the chapel this was a bengali service so when you stand in the stage you have one crowd like this straight one crowd on the right side one crowd on the left side so big chapel so it was a good opportunity people ask me do you know bangla how are you going to share in bangla <laughs> chapel but uh, i spoke in english one person the chaplain there translated to bangla and we were seeing how the patients were so thirsty for the gospel so thirsty to hear the word of god and in the end when the altar call was given so many rose up for the first time they were giving their lives to the lord jesus what a what a wonderful thing that he is the one who came to uh, he he had purpose in bringing them to cmc so that they can know the lord jesus amen amen so god he knows each one of our lives you may be thinking i am uh, born in this and this family my caste is this and this i have no privilege i have not worthy of his call but god does not look at that can we read that first corinthians this is my my life verse i would say my testimony first corinthians 1 verse 26 27 28 so no human may boast in the presence of god brothers and sisters god chose what is foolish in the world to shame what is wise and god chose what is weak in the world to shame what the strong god chose what is low and despised in the world even things that are not to bring to nothing things that are so that no human being no flesh can boast in his presence no flesh can say oh i have done this so if today if you're thinking oh i have come from a some background which no it's not worthy not useful not eligible but god calls us he calls the weak he calls the feeble minded he is the one who brings surprises in our lives yeah we will see that in the first chapter same chapter uh, they bring all the sons samuel goes to that house that uh, jesse father had eight sons and he calls them all to the sacrifice god had told one of the sons i will make them the king so what does jesse do words 6 yeah words 5b it says he consecrated jesse and his sons and invited them to the sacrifice can we read word 6 do not look at this. this this was the first first son of uh, jesse his name was eliab and god uh, samuel said oh this must be the next king so samuel was expecting something like saul he was very tall if he stood his shoulder was above everyone's heads means he was head taller than everyone so this eliab was very strong very strong and stature and surely uh, what does samuel say surely the lord's anointed is before him but the lord said to samuel do not look on his appearance but or the height of his stature for i have rejected him so many surprises samuel is saying he thought this he must be the next king but god says i have rejected him sometimes in our lives what god what man rejects god chooses and what man chooses sometimes god rejects hallelujah so god is saying one principle that for the lord sees not as a man sees a man looks at the outward appearance but god looks at the inward 
yeah it's so what was god saying is it's not the external that matters but it is the internal that affects the eternal destiny amen 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 i'll ask you a question do we catch a fish and clean it or do we clean a fish and catch it catch a fish and clean it isn't it so some people think oh i'll become all full i'll become holy i'll put on white and white today that's why i put black <laughs> white and white so god will accept me no 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 what you come to his presence say lord jesus i am a sinner i need your deliverance i need your help i need your blood to cleanse me when we come with a humble heart and say lord but uh, i am not worthy to be called your son you remember that uh, prodigal of uh, prodigal son he says lord i am not one worthy to be called one of yours sons i'll serve as your servant but the father embraces him puts the coat yeah that's what when we come to the lord jesus he puts the coat of righteousness on our lives amen he gives the golden ring means he gives us the authority to become the children of god amen we are not no longer slaves i am a child of god amen so what what is uh, god saying i don't look as man sees man looks on the outward appearance but god looks at the heart so the second person came and god says this is also abinadab third person shamma king like that all seven sons came and uh, samuel said neither has the lord chosen these now samuel had a doubt god you spoke to me that there will be a king among these sons now all the sons are over but still there is no king so how many sons uh, jesse had eight so how many sons passed before samuel seven so there is someone missing so uh, samuel asked jesse this question are all your what's 11 what did say there remains yet the youngest and behold he standing the ah there is one fellow he is looking is very young he is not even worthy to be called to the sacrifice he is not even worthy to be a king he is not at all or height as his elder brothers is just keeping the sheep in verse 11 if not even his name is mentioned but we have a god who calls us by name amen hallelujah he says i have engraved you in the palm of my hands i know you by name so he knows he says i call uh, fling the stars in the sky and i call them by name some of you have seen stars in the sky it's countless no but he knows each one of those stars by their names he has counted the numbers of hairs on our head he says without my knowledge even one hair will not fall to the ground today jija was combing her hair so some hair came out and she had to throw in the dustbin so even that god knows so jesus says how much more valuable are you amen how much more precious are you we are all brought with that precious blood of jesus yeah he says there remains the youngest there remains the youngest behold he is keeping the 
sheep. He is a shepherd boy. How can a shepherd be a king? He knows only to beat the sheep, eat, uh, feed them, that's all. But we see God calling him a man after my own heart. In 2 Chronicles 16 verse 9 it says, For the eyes of the Lord run to and fro throughout the earth. He's seeking for who to show his strength on behalf of those who wait upon him. Of, on behalf of those who trust him. Hallelujah. Verse 12, what does it say? First Samuel 16, verse 12. So he also had uh, some outward appearances. Ruddy, beautiful eyes, handsome. But God's word, he already said, I am not looking at the outward appearance. I am looking at his heart. It is the heart that matters. In the olden days, they used to have an advertisement. It says, E andar ka baat hai. It's the heart, it's the internal that matters. Arise, anoint him, for this is the this is the man. So God calls, he qualifies, he equips, he empowers with the anointing from above. Amen? Amen? David was looking after the sheep. He was not thinking, oh, there is something happening in my home. They didn't even call me. Yeah. Imagine David's thing. See, they are all celebrating all sacrifice. Seven people Big prophets, Samuel has come to my home. My father did not call me. No, he was not bitter. We will see later on why he was not bitter. Because God cannot use bitter people. How many of you say amen? Hallelujah. Because bitterness is like this uh, cancer. It goes and affects all the parts of the body and it will die off. We have to uproot it in our lives. Amen? Yeah? Those seven sons were very angry. Why? Samuel said, we are not going to sit here. We are not going to eat till you bring that person, who? David, from the wilderness, till you bring him here. So those who went to search for him had to run. Otherwise, what? The seven people are there, all army fellows. No? First three people were in the army of Saul. They are all there. If you don't go run and if you delay, What? We will all be in danger. So they all had to run. and yeah. So when the timing of God comes, it says, humble yourselves in the mighty hand of God that he may lift you up in the right time, due time. There's a due time for everything. David knew that due time. So in verse 13, then Samuel, from that day on, the spirit of the Lord came mightily upon David. He calls, he equips, he empowers, he commissions us. Amen. What? Mightily. Because to live a Christian life, we need the mighty power and the anointing of the Holy Spirit. That's why Jesus said to his disciples, do not leave Jerusalem, do not leave this place until you are endured with power from on high. Till now I was with you, but I am going back. It is good that I go back because I can't come with you everywhere in the world. But I am going to send with you, send back, send a helper, a comforter. It says Paracletos. The one who is going to teach you all, all truth, who is going to guide you into all truth. Amen. So we need 
each of us need every day we need lord help me lord fill me with your anointing fill me with the power so what is uh, 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 here it says the samuel anointed him with the horn of oil and the spirit of god rushed mightily upon david psalms chapter 45 verse 7 what does it says you have anointed you have loved righteousness and hated wickedness therefore god your god has anointed you with oil of gladness beyond abound above your brothers above your companions so what is the criteria psalms 45:7 yeah thou hast loved righteousness and hated wickedness therefore god thy god hath anointed thee with oil of gladness above thy fellows amen we as christians are called to love righteousness hate wickedness men and how do we do that by his power we on our own are weak vessels but with power of the holy spirit he helps us to live a holy life amen that is the work of the holy spirit he sanctifies us he prepares us we are all called to be the bride of our lord jesus christ one day he is going to come soon to catch us back Amen. Can we read Psalms chapter 89 verse 20 to 24? What does the anointing of the Lord do in our lives? For Psalms chapter it what did it do in David's life? Yeah, we're looking about David a man of the God's own heart. Psalms 89 verse 20 onwards. What does it say? Verse 20, I have found David my servant. Psalms 89 verse 24 I have found David my servant and with my holy oil I have anointed him so that my hand will shall be established with him my arm also shall strengthen him David wrote so many psalms it's written 73 of the psalms was written by David when he was in the wilderness he was looking after the sheep and he had lots of time to reflect upon the goodness of God yes so he 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 was a worshipper one thing why uh, david was chosen he was not bitter second is he was a worshipper he worshiped god in any situation whatever if he was running from the enemies he worshiped god amen god is seeking for those who worship him in spirit and in truth hallelujah so what it says in verse 21 so that my hand will be established with him verse 22 the enemy shall not outwit him so many enemies we have in this world it may be from our families it may be from our workplaces it may be you may not have enemies but you may have spiritual enemies the enemy of our soul who is always battling who's always wanting us to pull away pull us away from the goodness of god pull us away from the love of god pull us away from all that god has kept for us in this world john 10 verse 10 it says the thief does not come but to steal kill and destroy but i have come that they may have life and life abundantly life to the full for jesus came to this world so that we will have that full and meaningful life not after we pass away from this world in heaven but from now itself we will start that eternal goodness eternal abundance abundant life so thief wants to steal kill so what does it say the enemy shall not outwit him the wicked shall not humble him uh, psalms 89 verse 23 it says i will crush his foes before him and strike down those who hate him my faithfulness and my steadfast love shall be with him and in my name his name his horn shall be 
exalted hallelujah today we were singing all that it's so nice so prophetical yeah the battle belongs to the lord yes the battle it says i will crush his foes so whatever problems whatever situations we may be facing financially or physically or mentally or whatever struggles we may be going through god is telling i have given you anointing oil that will break the yoke amen the yoke will be destroyed because of the anointing and it says and in my name shall his horn be exalted so that we will not boast in ourselves we will boast in him amen this word says let him that boasts boast in the lord and that he knows me amen come back to first samuel chapter 16 verse 18 what did the anointing do in david's life what a good testimony saul is seeking saul is gone away from the lord the anointing is lifted up evil is, evil spirit has come to torment him and he's telling seek for for me a man who will what it's verse 17 it says seek for, provide for me a man who can play well and bring him to me and uh, one of the people said i have found a man who is skillful in playing a man of valor but according to jesse david was just a shepherd boy just looking after the sheep but when the spirit of the lord came upon him it rushed mightily he was empowered he became a mighty man of valor a man of war prudent in speech that's what the spirit of god does when he comes in our lives our speech our words are transformed we no longer say the old things that we have been saying we speak life amen yeah and the comely person and jehovah is with him lord is with him how many of you want the lord to be with you in genesis we see the lord was with him and he prospered him who was that joseph yeah the lord was with him even when joseph was a slave without any clothes but it says the lord was with him genesis 39:2 lord prospered him in everything that he did even if we miss everything our titles our positions our education everything we miss but we have we have the lord we with god is majority amen hallelujah reynard bonke once said we are all zeros we have one standing with us who is he jesus and i am a zero one more zero adds one more zero zero on its own no value but when the one comes what happens 10 100 yeah it keeps multiplying amen when we keep humbling ourselves when we when that one we bend ourselves and become the zero and saying lord i humble myself i want you to empower my life i want you to make me a mighty man of valor prudent in speech psalms 78 words 70 and uh, 71 and 72 it says how did david lead his people he led them with the integrity of heart and skillfulness of hand psalms 78 70 71 72 he chose david his servant and took him from the sheep folds and following the nursing use he brought him to shepherd jacob his people and israel his inheritance with upright heart he shepherded them and guided them with his skillful hands what 72 with the integrity of heart 
72 yeah uh, I, he guide uh, he shepherded them and guided them with his skillful hands amen david when he was a shepherd only he was faithful so when he became the shepherd of israel of the king of israel still god could trust him some people may be faithful in small things but when they are interested with large things they may not fulfill god's purpose that's what saul was saul was a a very of the smallest clan of benjamin and saul samuel says when you were low in your eyes god anointed you but now you become prideful you have been rejected by the lord the lord has chosen another man after his own heart amen lord has chosen he is a one he is a mighty man of valor a man of war prudent in speech how was david prudent in speech can we read uh, go forward because we have time coming short first samuel 17 words 32 34 36 so when we walk with the lord it's not always a rosy cozy life sometimes rose will have some thorns also people will try to discourage you people says you are not go able to fight this battle yeah david also had that his elder brother said what are you doing here leaving your father sheep in the wilderness but david was very careful he had left it with some person to look after the sheep yeah and he came here and he got very spirit got very what you say zealous it says zeal of your house has consumed me like what who is this uncircumcised philistine to challenge the armies of the living god does that spirit rise in us in our nation when people think say things against the lord of armies the lord of hosts the living god does that that what is it that zealous spirit who is this uncircumcised person who is this unsaved person who is this person who does not lo- know the lord to say things against the lord is that zealousness coming in our lives he says what what is he say when your servant went to used to keep sheep for the and when there came a lion or a bear and took a lamb so lamb is very small they would have thought lamb only no there are many lambs coming in the future no this lamb will leave maybe the king uh, the lion was fasting and praying or the bear was needed some food let's leave the lamb anyway in the wilderness father is not going to see but david was not like that he went after the lion why because he couldn't sit quiet when something of his own his own was stolen yeah. he went and took the lamb out of the mouth of lion and he tore it apart this we see we learn from our sunday school a bear came and he tore it to pieces what gave him that audacity to go actually the lion should have killed him but who was with him the lord was with david the lord was with david and uh, what does he say so and this circumcised uncircumcised philistine shall be like one of them he has defiled the na- armies of the living god and i'm also going to make him one of them yeah so in the midst of doubt in the midst of uh, challenges in the midst of discouragements we are not going to give it into the fear 
because 2 Timothy it says for God has not given you the spirit of fear but of love yeah sound mind that's what God has filled us a spirit of love when fear comes we are going to speak the words of faith amen hallelujah i will go all of you saul you are tall my eliab abinadab all very tall fellows you are all you sit here i will go because i have tested and seen the goodness of god the faithfulness of god he has helped me to one win the victory over the lion over the bear and he will also help me to win the victory over this giant goliath this giant goliath was 9 foot tall i believe he was almost like double size of his weight of the armor was very heavy these days we have been reading about first samuel second samuel and psalms all about the life of david how that this david was no match no competition against goliath what does goliath say what does goliath say have you come to me as am i a dog that you come with me verse 43 with sticks and the philistine cursed david by his gods and the philistine said uh, said to david come to me and i will give your flesh to the birds of the air and the beasts of the field but david said to the philistine you come to me with the sword and with a spear and with a javelin but i come to you in the name of the lord of hosts we sang no god is fighting for us in the name of jesus enemy is defeat that name name of jehovah the lord of the armies the lord of hosts that's what david came he must have come with sling sling and five stones yeah yeah it's very true but one stone small stone cannot put that goliath down he did what he can do but god did the rest god did what he cannot do the giant goliath fell face down and david did not stop with that saul had told him you take my sword put my armor saul tried and he said no 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 i have not tested this i have not i am not enki the shilam allah i am not tested with this yeah he went in the name of the lord the one who fights our battles the jehovah nisi the lord our banner yeah where did the david get this heart from I believe it's from his mother it's Psalms 86:16 116:16 it says my my mother my maid servant who taught me the ways of the lord yeah so even as mothers we can teach our children as parents we can teach our children the way of the lord that's what david was testing it now the name of the lord jesus amen so if we are faithful in the little god will help us to become ruler over big things david could not have fought over goliath if he had not fought against the lions and the bears in the desert where no people were watching so private victory will translate into public victory amen public anointing was the outcome of what god had already taken place in the private already so david was going in that thing today we were listening in the worship we fight from victory we don't fight for victory amen the lord jesus has already won the victory on the cross hallelujah hallelujah so 
and it says after this war and all he went back to looking after the sheep what a humble david is that he saying oh i am now got the king post i am going to play the music for this thing that's all i'll stay here sheep someone else will take care no 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 he had a dual job looking after the sheep looking after the king looking after the sheep in one time looking after the king when king is troubled what is it david come 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 play the instrument and what happens the evil spirit will go out of so when we play also skillfully when we play with the anointing of the lord people will be delivered amen though outwardly we may not see but spiritually spiritual strongholds will be broken down amen darkness we are pushing back the darkness when the king of glory shows up when the light shows up the darkness is dispelled amen amen so david was hard working and committed that's what why david chose why god chose him as a man after god's own heart he was not hardly working yeah some people are hardly working resting some people for sitting for one hour after getting up they will be very tired oh we sat for one hour some people after sleeping long time nine and a half hours when they get up still they have some body pains even if elephant walks over them they won't know david god chooses the you remember how did god choose his disciples what were they doing some fishermen what were they doing they were fishing huh? yeah they were washing nets some people were mending their nets yeah they were doing something yeah so sometimes our in our work also god may call us won't you follow me i will make you fishers of men amen david was not bitter david was a worshipper and david was hard working there's a verse in first corinthians let him that thinketh he standeth take heed lest he fall what was david's fall when he became a king after long time previously he used to go for every battle ask lord lord shall i go and god will say go i will give you the victory god will give him the victory so many battles he has battles after battles he had won so one day one of the battles he did not go he was the commander in chief can you imagine a commander in chief of the army sitting in first samuel uh, 16 it, i mean second samuel it comes about how when all people go to war david what he rose up from sleep in the evening when people go to sleep in the evening david is rising up from sleep some uh, that's why i like the bible because bible doesn't hide people's failures it is candid it tells that because david was man after god's own heart he actually broke yeah the 10 commandments half of the 10 commandments he broke he murdered he lied he coveted he stole other man's wife and he committed adultery so we be thinking oh god how can god use this person another place he did some sin he did a census which god told him not to do and uh, the prophet comes and tells you want 3 years of famine or you want 3 months of running from your 
force or you want 3 days of pestilence in your land and he said it is better to fall into the hands of god than to the fall into the hands of man because david knew he's a god of mercy amen mercy rules over judgment mercy triumphs over judgment so he came to the lord and said lord i have sinned against you to against you only i have sinned he came with a humble heart and god is the one who is about the uh, dwells with those who are of a humble and a contrite spirit he is a high and lofty one but he dwells with those who are humble and contrite so covering up our sins will only compound the situation we need to we say no christ revealed and we are healed yeah when we reveal god will heal when we hide in proverbs 28 it says he that hides will not prosper but he that confesseth and res- what forsakes his sins will receive the mercy of god so david knew that he had to accept what he had done and he confessed it before the lord and lord once again strengthened him he once again went into the battles once again he was lot of trauma so he was so one one time people tried of uh, uh, thinking of stoning him but david encouraged himself in the lord his wife saul had gone that's what thief comes to steal yeah our relationships david had 400 people they were all dejected depressed people they all joined together and now they went to fight and they've come back their wives children all are missing and david also is thinking lord where is my wife my wife also is missing and the people all thought oh no, no point following david he is a loser we are following him we are also losing and they wanted to stone him but what does it say in first samuel 30 it says david strengthened himself in the lord sometimes outside we may not get any strengthening but second corinthians 12:9 says my grace is sufficient for you my strength is made perfect in your weakness amen so david did not want to what tolerate sin in his life there is a saying sin will take you further than you want to go keep you longer than you want to stay and cost you more than you want to pay i want to end with this can we read this verse second samuel chapter 11 words 3 who was betsheba all of you uh, listen carefully he is the she is the daughter of eliam uh, uh, okay second uh, samuel 23 words 34 so eliab was the son of ahitophel how many of you have heard of ahitophel this is a, a israelite name he was a counselor for david's army so ahitophel's granddaughter was or bathsheba's grandfather was ahitophel so ahitophel noticed that his granddaughter was defiled granddaughter's husband was killed and he was bitter against david one opportune moment came what amnon killed tamar tamar was i mean amnon raped tamar tamar uh, amnon was killed by absalom and absalom wanted to become the king in david's position and the saithophil joined absalom's army and aithophil is plotting against david yeah 
so what can unforgiveness lead you to can you see that that's what never become bitter it will lead you to unforgiveness yeah can you see that what david's sin cost so much it cost amnon his life is cost tam tamar her virginity it made absalom bitter he made a civil war it made haithophel a sea of unforgiveness all because david was not careful in one of those evenings yeah that's why peter said be sober and vigilant first peter 5 8 because your enemy he is like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour amen finally i would like to end with the qualities of david psalms chapter 62 verse 9 and uh, i will finish what what are the qualities he was humble 62 verse 9 so he knew to be in lowliness he knew how to abound and he was telling lord you are the one who is the thing then he was reverent psalms 18 verse 3 it says i call upon the lord who is worthy to be praised and i am saved from my enemies 18 verse 1 david was loving it says i love you o lord my strength psalms 4 verse 7 it says you have put more joy in my heart than they when they are grain and wine abound that he was devoted whatever whatever riches came he was telling lord you are the one who is the cause of my joy he was faithful psalms 23 verse 6 surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life and i will dwell in the house of the lord forever and he was repentant in psalms 25 verse 11 it says lord against you only i have sinned it says for your name's sake o lord pardon my guilt for it is great so to be after david a man after god's own heart what's the meaning of word david he was beloved does it sound anything who was the beloved son of god jesus jesus when he rose out of the waters of baptism the heavens opened and says you are my beloved son in you i am well pleased amen satan comes to tempt you are you the son of god he came to tempt jesus no he took that word beloved out of it yeah that's what he wants us to go away from the love of jesus in new testament there's a person apostle of love who is he john i have told it before also in john we see five instances where we read the disciple whom jesus loved who reads who writes that book john he appropriated his love to him he knew jesus loves me and this i know recently i was hearing a older version of this old people will see jesus loves me this i know more than my hairs which as white as snow uh, john knew he was a disciple who was near the heart of jesus what happens when you are near the heart of jesus you get filled with the heart of love heart of compassion in the physiology we hear read lub dub no you hear the heartbeat of jesus amen he is the one who was so full of love that when people put him in oil they wanted to kill him burning oil still he could not be killed then what did that king nero do they put him nehru ala nero in the aro they put him in the island of patmos 
at least the king thought oil cannot kill at least let the beast come and kill him in the island and what happened in isle of patmos the heavens again opened and he received the revelation from above so whatever situations we may go through when we are filled with the love of jesus god will give us that revelation from above people may put us in the island of patmos thinking that we are going to be killed but when we are a man or a woman after god's own heart seeking lord what is your will i am going to do that's what we read in the first verse acts 13 32 he does whatever i command him to do he does my will amen so today we have learned so many things about david so shall we rise to our feet and uh, just think about this one thing so many battles we may face but in the name of jesus we will win god is fighting for us even as we sing let can we ask the lord lord even as the holy oil was poured upon david and he did great exploits for your kingdom lord let your oil fall on me let your anointing fall on me and fill me with your spirit amen hallelujah